Nielsen Ball put it on a show. Can we play when it means fuck all every week? My name is Jarvie and I'm joined this week by Simon, Cameron, Hammy and Paddy. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. Uh, how are we doing boys? I'm back from a short holiday in Govan. Um, what be the hearts, eh? Um, let's go back to the Scottish Cup final since it's the only thing that matters and is living in our friends, uh, our, our friend, our friends, our heads rent free. Um, did you know we've never beaten Rangers at Hamden? How does that make you feel? I wonder how many times we played them because when we played them in the final, it was it, it wasn't at Hamden, was it? But that was a different club, so um, this Rangers, <laughs> I don't know how many times we played them at Hamden. Ah, uh, exactly. Well, you went there, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Seconds into the podcast, superb batter. Um, aye, but who cares? Uh, I aye, fancy it. Fuck all. Aye, it does mean fuck all. Bring them on, eh? Um, some firmed up injury news, uh, like since last week and that, um, about the final. Looks like Craig Halkett is going to be back for it, says Nielsen. Could just be mind games, but <laughs> he's certainly saying that he'll be back. Um, which is great news, isn't it? Yep. Um, from from the way it got stretched off, it was a big fear that it was going to be quite bad, but seems to be all right. As, uh, as much as it's, it might come down to a decision that week about maybe him and potentially Suter playing, if that's your starting, like that does that does worry me. Two centre-backs going straight into a game having not played, one of them having not played in, what, two and a half months or something by that point, and, <clears> and one of them having not played since the semi-final. It's yeah, as well as you're going to put them in if they're fit, though. Why well, all day over Toby Civic and Taylor Moore? <laughs> With all due respect to Taylor Moore, um, John Sutter. Then, so, so Nielsen said a good few weeks ago that he'd had a wee tidy up operation and that he'd be back for the last few games of the season. And since then, the fixtures have come out, and of course, those meddling Freemason kids behind the scenes. Have made it Rangers last game of the season, and then obviously we've got Rangers in the final. Um, now, someone bottled out if it before when Suter signed for Rangers and we were meant to play them a couple of weeks later, he was suddenly injured. What do you think is going to happen here? I think we were talking about this on, at the weekend. <laughs> that game is the strangest setup now, like, especially if they get through in Europe and then play in Europe. And then we play them in the Scottish. Like, no one's going to want to play any starters in that game. We're really, well, presuming that, that Celtic have won the league at that point, um, I'd imagine neither team have anything to play for in the game. Mm-hmm. Really bizarre situation. So I'd imagine if he's fit, you don't see him. Mm, interesting. So you think he'll just come straight back in, play against Rangers in his last game for Hearts before he moves to Rangers? That's what I'd put my money on now. <laughs> That's a he, rationable and reasonable reason for that. I hope he gets played in the league game and gets injured. But <laughs> I agree with what Cameron said. You can see him wanting yeah. to leave on a high. Like it would make sense for like him leaving to want to leave on with a medal. Like he's mm. still a competitive guy. You don't make it to that level without being one. Hmm. 
Yeah, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, I, I ran a poll on Instagram from the hundred, it's like 400 votes. It came back 50 50. That's uh, Hearts fans thinking if, you'll, if you've seen them kick a ball in the room for the last time or not. So it uh, just shows you that the powers that be, the SFA, don't want it to happen. And Hearts fans have got our tin hats on and we know what's going on. Um, quite scary that the final could go to a penalty shootout in theory with John Sewer and Andy Halliday taking penalties. That'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Less said the better. Um, but yeah, that's uh, John Souter and, and Halkett. Um, Andy Halliday, unless something else happens, it certainly looks like he'll be back uh, well in time for the final. He, he might even feature again before then. It's kind of resting up his, uh, what is his Achilles that he's been having issues with. Um, and it's pretty much the same with Stephen Kingsley just now. He could have probably played at the weekend, getting rested up just now, and I'm sure we'll see him again. Um, Cameron, Aaron McInef went off injured on Saturday after just 15 minutes. Um, it's good. It's, it's unfortunate, because this is what you would have seen. I mean, we have seen a lot of them kind of recently, but you'd have expected them to probably play start every game between now and the end of the season and, yeah. and that's going to put an end to that so yeah disappointing right. I mean Nielsen, Nielsen has said that it was just a precaution um, more tight calves Gorgie Farm has a lot to answer for <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's the end of the Broken Hearts podcast <laughs> <laughs> thank you good night uh, it really helps when just everyone's on mute. You're cracking jokes. <laughs> really, is it it's a nice atmosphere in here? Um, I just no one laughed. Um, but no, we, we've heard this before from Nielsen, uh, Benny in the showers and all that. So we'll see if he <laughs> what happens. Um, and I, Benny's obviously out. Um, what's happening with Michael Smith? He's really a bad old. back. Aye. Same same answer really. <laughs> Aye. Scary. Um, no, but that's that's all all our injuries. Um, some some later news maybe. Um, since leaving my twenties, I haven't really played FIFA, but I believe Stephen Kingsley is on a card. He's in like a, a team of the week card, which is good. I great. I feel very old because I couldn't give less of a fuck. <laughs> but um, brilliant, good for Stephen Kingsley. Yeah, it's uh, must be good for the, the online profile of the club or something. It's not. It's I don't not. know what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about, Mick. Can you just right. like move on? <laughs> yeah, we've got to try and appeal to our younger <laughs> listeners. Eh? Um, that PlayStation's in that, yeah. <laughs> I like PlayStation. Is it a bit like Yu Gi Oh! but on the PlayStation? <laughs> so, like a Pokemon card, you trade yeah. Stephen Kingsley, but on oh, the. So, what you're saying is he's a shiny this week. Is that... Oh, <laughs> pretty nice. much. Un- unpacking a shiny Stephen Kingsley. Yeah. <laughs> um, Paddy, Aaron Hickey has become Bologna's second top scorer of the season with five goals. Which is very much how Craig Halkett was the, our top scorer when we got relegated. I don't know, sorry. Um, but he's in a... Unfairly demoted, Jarvie. Yeah, unfairly demoted. Um, QC Thompson could have done better. But Paddy, Aaron Hickey, is it just more and more money on yeah. his head? I, I, think, I, think, I think we'll 
get a good amount of money for him. And obviously that's amazing for Hearts. Plus the money from Europe, we could we could buy the best. But partly Neymar's available, so who knows? <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake. But Neymar I, and Balotelli. Well, no, he's tied up for years, isn't he, we discovered? Yes, we'd have to pay money for him, and I'm not sure that the Hearts would do that. Hmm. Aye, that, that was bad news. Um, Aaron Hickey put a price on his head, Paddy. How much is he going to Milan for? 25 million. <laughs> I so, thought going, that's unreasonable. I'm sure he was linked with Brentford or something for 18 million. Aye, uh, exactly. And why would you want to play for them? So AC Milan for 25 million. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of really expensive defenders, I was having a think last week. Right now, straight swap, would you take Harry Maguire for Craig Halkett? Because no. I'm not sure I would. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely not. Dell. That's why Adam came. Are we getting 30, 40% of 25 million? Fucking hell. No, I don't think no, it's be 10 at most. Aye, it's going to be 10. <laughs> I don't think it's even as much as 10. <laughs> it's Craig Levine that done this deal, remember? Aye, I bet Celtic get money. We don't. I don't know. I'm sure this was like the first thing Joel Savage did when he came in. No, surely not. We'll, we'll verify it. We'll confirm next week if we remember. <laughs> um, Barry Mackay, uh, scintillating form continued at the weekend. He could very well finish the season uh, as the league's top assister. <laughs> uh, he now has 10, uh, just behind Tavernier, who's in first with 12. He does, however, have the most chances created in the league with 14. And that's because at times Liam Boyce, you know. <laughs> um, but it's incredible eh? when you're starting to see the, the the bodies piling high, the stats speak for themselves. It's incredible, isn't it? I, I hate when you see like like it's obviously great that they're getting attention, but this is just how much how much are Rangers gonna pay us for them? Million? Two million? Like Paddy is now just the bank. Paddy <laughs> <laughs> sets inflation. I did um, see um, when we put up our choices on Twitter for the player of the season, we put Barry Mackay, and there was a couple of folk that found it absolutely astounding that we didn't have Gordon, which, to be fair, Gordon is a great shout for player of the year as well, but I don't think Barry Mackay's a, that outrageous a, a shout at all. So let's say for the whole season he's now got... 10 assists in the league plus another couple in um, the other games. So 12 mm. assists in 34 games plus two goals. It's a yeah. great season. That is unbelievable. And he didn't really have a preseason with us. Join us like at the start of September because I don't think he was part of our player of the season predictions. And that was like at the end of the transfer window. I've got him here as match day five. I came in. Yeah. So that was December. How's um, how's Nand really looking for top goal scorer? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm just built. I've got pages of pattern for that episode, <laughs> the predictions uh, pre- preview. Um, but yeah, Barry McKay, very good. Um, you, you literally wouldn't take thirty four million for him. Eh? He's worth his weight in gold. Well, he's worth more than that because he doesn't weigh very much. But you know what I mean. Um, Ella Sims. Um, I, I don't know if you saw this. I never heard it, but I was reading that after the semi, Nielsen was talking to Mika Richards for like five live or something. 
um, and they were asking him all about Ellis Sims, um, and he was trying to like play it down, saying like he's desperate to keep Ellis Sims at the club next season, and he really didn't want. He was like, no, no, he's shite. It's just a one-off game. <laughs> like he was having like a proper <laughs> laugh when um, he cut it a bit. Um, so uh, Nielsen loves him. The fans love him. Now he's, he's raw, but he's he's starting to find the net. Six goals in sixteen now. I think it is. Um, it would be fantastic to have him next season. Eh? How high could he go? You know what I mean? If he finds his, uh, his shooting boots every week. Turns out he just needed to stop taking a touch and shoot. And actually it worked. <laughs> ah, exactly. Yeah. 18 yards and out as well, please. Right. Problem Problem's going to be the fact that Everton are now getting relegated. Hmm. I hope yeah. not. I've got a flatmate that hopes not as well. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. We'll see. I, I still don't think Ella Sims goes in place for Everton in the Championship. Why I not? I think they'll have them around if they get relegated. I do. Aye. Knowing how good we are at predicting things, you'll be top scorer in the Championship next season. <laughs> hmm. oh well, we'll see. But oh well, let, let's all start supporting yeah, the mighty Toffees, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Always liked Frank Lampard. Um, <laughs> but aye, six goals in 16, I, f- I think it is. And Kevin Kyle got like his cult hero status for scoring eight between when he joined us the January till the season end. So if Ella Sims put, puts in like eight or nine for us and wins a Scottish Cup, he'd be a fucking club legend. Never mind the cult hero. Aye, that is solidified cult hero status. If he comes in January, bangs in a couple of goals... Bucks off for a Scottish Cup. Hmm. He is. How old is he? It's like twenty-two, I think. Aye, he looks like a fully grown man. <laughs> twenty-one. He's twenty-one. Shocking. Just Aye. a child. Aye. the who knows what his ceiling is, eh? A couple of years left at Everton. I think I would agree, though, if Everton do go down to the Championship. They'll keep them just because they're already paying for them. So mm. why not? Uh, um, do they have a like a British players quota in the championship? Is that something they have to do? Like continues or just when you're in the Premier League? I think the championship will probably have it as well. So yeah. that'll help with that. Yep. Won the toffees. Won the toffees. Yeah, Ellis Sims. We hardly knew you. I know we've just we've just spent our whole time talking about fucking Everton, but aye, Ellis Sims is fucking quality. I would love to have him back. He's he's got absolutely everything, and his combination with Barry Mackay is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, aye, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, so aye, Ellis Sims at Hearts next season. Fingers crossed. Let's see, Hammy, who the good folk on Jambles Kickback want to see play alongside him. away and don't talk a lot of shame. You thought Neymar and Balotelli were terrible shouts. Just wait. We have starting off at the goalkeeper position. Now, um, nobody seems to like Ross Stewart or Cheesy as he's affectionately known as, um, and they all want him gone. First name I've seen come up, which I think is all right, was the Max Stryek at Livy. Had a good season this year. Mm-hmm. Um 100 saves, 
to Grey Gordon's 121s. I thought, that's not too bad. The next name in the same post linked, Jamie McDonald. Because what do we like more than random players in Scotland? It's random players in Scotland that have already played for Hearts. And this is a theme we'll see go through all of these. Um, another one says we should sign Jamie Hamilton from Hamilton purely because he becomes pretty good on Football Manager 2022. Can't <laughs> confirm or deny that. Um, but I also like his name. So, yeah, we could go with that. Um, <laughs> now, you've got to remember, we've been in Europe now, and, and I think Hearts fans are, are getting a bit excited. There was a thread on the Jambos kickback about increasing the capacity at Tynecastle to 40,000 to attract all the new fans <laughs> we're going to get. Um, and with this extra money, again, <laughs> again, some of the players and some of the things that uh, we want to do are a bit a bit mental. So somebody says, anybody think it would be feasible or even desirable to gamble a million pounds of the guaranteed Euro money on a young project player? Something akin to the million Rangers gambled on Morelos. Now, not the worst idea in the world, but a million pounds is a lot of money for us. Somebody says it's wages we have to top up. If we can afford three or four players on eight to ten grand a week, will that make a real difference in the quality we can get? I can answer that one for you. Yes, it will. It really Aye. will. If they're good players, <laughs> you can buy a lot of <laughs> shit for that money and all. Speaking of something shit, somebody says signing Woodburn is a no-brainer. His name alone would guarantee a fee from an English team, even if he doesn't do brilliantly here. That I can't say I agree with that at all. Wrong. Um, I just is, it, is the guy just trying to say that folk called Ben are worth more money? That, <laughs> Listen, he's got that. He's got that English tax. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're you're not wrong, but still, I think that'd be a bit of a stretch. We want some other ex Hearts players. A name that constantly keeps uh, keeps coming up is Callum Patterson. Um, Somebody says he's out of contract at the end of the season. I'm, I can't verify that at all. I don't think, actually think no. he is. No, I had a big <laughs> argument with somebody on Twitter about this. <laughs> um, I'm sure that's right. That definitely wasn't. Um, but another one. Somebody else who apparently is out of con- at contract, but we're probably best checking it. Sam Nicholson. Again. No, no, no. <laughs> like, we... Uh, these players have all done brilliant for hearts and they've gone on to do good things, but listen... We keep just going back down the same corridor if we keep buying these players. Knocking well, on the same doors. Demi Mitchell of Hibs fame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he must be fuming, eh? <laughs> oh, no. Demi Mitchell. Um, somebody called Kioso, who's at Luton. Bad. That's a no from Jarvie. <laughs> don't want the club to be associated with Luton in any way. <laughs> Thought that might get you. Um, there was uh, there was another rumor. Uh, just passing on what I was told, so don't shoot the messenger. I believe we have a centre back who's played in the Premier League and talked with the club. First person that somebody guessed, Grant Hanley. Oh, oh I'd love that. I'm telling you, it's Harry Maguire. Harry <laughs> <laughs> Maguire. Um, hey, Grant Hanley. We can't afford Grant Hanley. Again, apparently he's another one who's just signed a new deal um, at Norwich. Perfect. About 40 grand. Is he a, not also their club captain? I think so. He is, yeah. <laughs> right, so we'll get him for what? Put him on eight grand a week. <laughs> Another high paid uh, midfielder that's been linked um, or has been named in this uh, transfer thread a few times Jack Walsh. <laughs> oh. <Jackie. laughs> oh, now then. <laughs> um, 
to get us back into the realm of actual possibilities. Um, somebody says, we'll always see the same names peddled out on these threads. Yeah, it's like, I'd like to think, bar Reagan Charles Cook, we won't be touching any of the players below us in the league. Um, somebody also mentioned Alan Forrest, who I've been linked up to. They said, uh, we'd be happy with Forrest. We're going to need a big squad if we're in Europe for more than one time. Forrest is a proven player, it's proven to be a good player domestically, with the next post saying, not convinced by Forrest, to be honest. Not very clinical, not much of an end product. However, he's young, really quick and direct. Would be fine as an option, but don't think he improves our first 11. And um, last one, this is again a bit out there. A replacement for Suter, Jack Hendry, anyone? Apparently, he's fallen down the pecking order at Club Bruges. A young centre back really? who could maybe do a job. Don't think we could afford him. No, no, I don't think we could either. <clears throat> there was a chat of near enough £5 million to get him. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. what? Are you fucking joking? <laughs> we'll go on kickback, just like other folk must look after their bank accounts and that. Just no problem. <laughs> <laughs> no offence, kickback. <laughs> there does seem to be a very, very expensive taste going around at the moment because of, you know, let's say we are, we are going to be flush, um, but we need to be sensible here. I like the that like the the rumours that are actually coming, like the sort of ones that you've seen, not confirmed, but maybe more reliable sources talking about like Alan Forrest and Regan Charles Cook. Players like that who have done it in the SPFL are going to be so vital. You've seen how important backups have been this season for us. So if we can get a higher level of backup with more experience in the league mm-hmm. can only do well for us. Right. Um, serious question. Are you the kind of right centre-back role? Um, Toby Civic, you've got... Are you confident of him? <laughs> Say he's your starting right centre-back next season, what do you think? No, I think he's great, but I think we need... Uh, we need to replace John Suter with an actual body <laughs> because Craig Halkett can maybe step up and be as good, but then we've got to replace someone... We've got to replace Craig Halkett with someone, sorry. So, mm. aye, a new starting centre-back, please. Aye. I think uh, I'd be very surprised if we don't sign Stuart Finlay in the summer. That's very much <laughs> said. Well, that's, that's not funny. <laughs> he said he wants that to come back to as well. Yeah, I know. Aye, and he went to the States, but he spoke to Hatch. He chose to move to move to America. He's barely Listen, he, he, he missed his back. chance, aye, exactly, oh. Paddy. Fuck him. That <laughs> I could. Uh, I'd be surprised if he doesn't come to us. If if we want him, I think he'll come to us. Um, and I think he could could be a, a shout for right right centre back. Leave Halkett in the middle. Toby Civic can rotate in, etc. Bet we sign folk that none of us have heard of. Oh, aye, yeah. aye. But it's it's exciting to see like Joe Savage <laughs> with a bit more money to play with, um, because he's got a one hundred percent strike rate so far. I'd say. It, it sounds like as much as we'll need a bigger squad, it doesn't sound like it'll get much bigger. Nielsen's quite tent on and following the same strategy. And to be honest, to this extent, it's, it's worked this season. Better quality, but less players. You, yeah. you know you're, you know you're going to run thin at times. Right. Especially next year with eight more games in Europe, which is confirmed now, you know what I mean? That's eight more games to your schedule. So a big difference. Like, Although you do lose those meaningless League Cup Group stage games. I'm gonna miss it. Oh, good. <laughs> with the um, with the World Cup as well, I can only assume that in January there's going to be about 20 games over two weeks or something. Because oh, I know, not really good at organising these things. So the SFA are in charge, and 
Mm-hmm. Aye, it's a scary thought. Um, I don't know. I remember going into this season, there was a lot of Deadwood went. I can't actually remember how many contracts are up this summer. I don't it was there wasn't too many. There was quite like, a few, but a lot of the important ones are, are tied down. Aye, yeah. Peter, Peter Harran. Aye, Peter Harran. So we tied up, what, like Craig Gordon, um, Craig Halkett, Stephen, Stephen Kingsley, Kingsley, Barry Mackay. Barry Mackay, yeah. I'm sure there was a whole host of, like, the boys that are on loan just now, like your Chris Hamilton's and all those kind of guys are up. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that was pretty much it for the first team. Um. Now, speaking of kind of World Cup slash December, um, VAR is, is confirmed. Scottish football, we're actually going to see VAR at Tynecastle next S- season. Same idiots Im- implementing it, bringing it halfway through a season so the competition changes for different teams halfway through the season. Mm. Just an absolute fucking joke, but absolutely no surprise. Yep. So I wondered, Simon, I know you were saying about how can you change the competition rules. Neil Doncaster was saying that they rolled out in the same way halfway through a season. I can't remember the countries. Take take your pick of two countries in Eastern Europe. Um, and that worked fine. And as long as all the clubs in the league agree to it in advance, then you're okay to change it halfway through. Which all sounds nuts. But. Absolutely ridiculous. It just sets a precedent then that if one club can influence a group of clubs enough, then they can just bring in new rules halfway through a season. <laughs> I just don't understand the reason for it. Like all, it's all essentially, all essentially, well, if it's if it's purely down to somebody being trained to watch the telly, which it is, <laughs> then then actually what we should be doing is like th- there are people trained in the world. Like we should be bringing them in to to work for six months while bringing the current crop of, of guys that we're going to bring through up to speed mm-hmm. and then they take over midway through but you've actually implemented it from the beginning of the season yeah yeah it's it's that, it's, it's not that complicated mm-hmm. that actually did come up the que- the question was there couldn't um they come up from england and look after var even do it remotely from down there they've got the big center in fucking st george's Buckley park union jack, jack park or whatever it's called um king harry <laughs> um, apparently not lack of resources or something no because um, that would mean spending a bit of money and then Doncaster can he take his money hmm. um, so hey, that, that'd be interesting but like I said before it's just more content for the podcast eh? <laughs> um, good well that's all all the news and uh, and transfer news very disappointed that there's a, a severe lack of Jordan Jones chatter on kickback. It's in fantastic form at St. Mirren this season. Um, but anyway, Simon, Dundee United, uh, there was four changes made to the starting 11, uh, which got battered and yet destroyed Hibs just a week previous. Um, so how did we set up for this one? Um, lineup wise, it was kind of fluid. I feel like we went to a back four when we were sort of pushing forward. Um, and then when we lost the ball, Mackay Stevens would sort of fill in at sort of left wing back. But when we had the ball, he would push up to sort of left wing. Um, it was almost a 4-4-2 at times as well, with Ginelli and Boyce playing up front. But the new players that came in that didn't play in the final were, or didn't start in the final, were McInef, Mackay Stevens. Not in the this, final, yeah. Semi, sorry. McInef, <laughs> uh, Mackay Stevens, uh, Ginelli. I think, was that it? Yeah, just those three. 
And it's uh, good to see sort of slow but surely incremented changes because if we had seen like a maybe like six or seven changes, it would have been a very sort of stop-start game, I would have felt, and no one gains from that. There's no point in bringing on sort of players who haven't had minutes um, into like a sort of hodgepodge team because then everyone's sort of catching up and, and no one catches up, basically. Hmm. But yeah. it was a bit para seeing Taylor Moore and Toby Civic <laughs> in a back four at times, but they've done all right occasionally. Uh, GMS had one glove on, like Michael Jackson. I'm here. <laughs> he had a protective brace. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. It was very Jamie Vardy. Aye. Um, but yeah, why don't we? Just lo- loads of goals in that. We just rattle through them. Um, but Craig Gordon made a, a lovely save. Um, it, was, it was only after a couple of minutes, wasn't it? But just uh, immediately after, um, really decent goal from Dundee United, the boy Dylan Levitt. Uh, what nutmegged Haring then I left Cochrane for dead. Yeah, and then put it in the corner. I we Craig Gordon made a good save. Um, we didn't fully clear it, and then that Dylan Levitt is it Levitt? Yeah, I he just skins two players in the box and puts it in the bottom corner. Like Dundee, I feel like Dundee United only score screamers against us. <laughs> it's Ryan but, Edwards. Remember that thunder bastard at Tynecastle? And we've done it again this game. Yeah. Um, Cameron, <coughs> Adam McInef went close. Um, thundered one at goal himself and just went over the bar. Um, from from what you've seen, 15 minutes. Did, did you like what you see? You always like what you see. Always like what I see, mate. Great player. Just <laughs> <laughs> want to see more. Aye. Um, Hi, Simon, Ben Woodburn, did, did you like what you've seen when he came on for McInef? <laughs> he's neat and he's tidy, isn't he? Um, he does, he, you just expect a bit more with the pedigree that he's sort of coming with, that's the only thing, but I, it was definitely, was it not Dundee United that he got a brace against last time? Yes. In the 5-2 game, so. Mm. Him and Ginelli seem to turn up for the games against Dundee United, it seems to fit the way they play, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, Lottie Dunsire was kicking off big time about the size of his little shin pads but yeah, the fair point did you see how small they were? Aye um, but even the players who wear shin pads literally have like a, the thing that's like the length of like a five pound note and they Aye. stick it in the front of it so I, I think that they might be the smallest shin pads I've ever seen Because is it still a rule that you have to have shin pads? Like yeah. you have to have some form it doesn't like some form of item under your sock are the rules so stupid I'd still be wearing like the old ones that were wearing like when we had to play like actual fucking ankle braces for like a like <laughs> almost like a steel front and just be taking chins in body armour aye yeah what a snack yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought you had a fair point Larry done so <clears throat> um in that first half, if you can remember, Simon, uh, Barry Mackay played the most beautiful ball through to Boyce, um, managed to get on, managed to get goal words. I think that was one of Boyce's missed chances. I well, just like we were saying earlier, Barry Mackay might have a few more assists if he was um, just feeding in Nell Sims all the time. But yeah. Boyce made a good run. Barry Mackay, obviously, with the outside his boot, curled it in behind the the, the centre back and. It was a tight angle and it was getting tighter, but I he, he could have scored. 
But yeah, mm. and just shot it straight at the keeper, really. Uh, Josh Ginelli went really close. He'd done a big Raj acrobatic volley thing, which Charlie Mulgrew... Still, still unsure if that's a handball or not. It really looks like he's diving with his hand next to his head. And he just saves it with his hand. But there's in Scottish football, obviously, there's like two camera angles. <laughs> so I have no idea, but I don't know. I'm not convinced. Right. Charlie, Mulgrew's... <laughs> Charlie Mulgrew is too high profile a character to give a decision like that against. I, I seen so... that he was that he constantly was telling like all the other Dundee United players to get away for the set pieces, but every single one of his deliveries was absolutely shite. <laughs> yeah. Um, talking about shite, jumped on Twitter around this time and everyone was going to rage about Ginelli saying that he was just rubbish. Um, he didn't have the best first half, did he? It's his first 45 minutes and however many, I can't remember. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Now, there's a lot of people say it's more like to do with his attitude and saying he always looks kind of frustrated and, and that kind of thing. Um, it's not something I've noticed now, to be fair. Hmm. Nah, wasn't really bothered because we've already got the third sealed. Aye. <laughs> uh, just before halftime. Yeah. Uh, Boyce's goal. Uh, nice play between Ben Woodburn and Nathaniel Atkinson. Um, Liam Boyce just fell into the ball. I just got a chest on it. <laughs> got it in. Also, maybe could have been a handball, but I'm not wanting to look into that one. Yep. Let's move on. <laughs> half time, then half time finished. Uh, Ginelli scored. <clears throat> um, fair play to him. This is exactly his goal, is exactly how you want to see Ginelli playing, isn't it? If you were to sort of describe um, what Josh Ginelli is good at, it's, uh, it's all there in his goal. <laughs> Lovely long ball from Cochrane as well. Yep, yeah, he's, he's back. He's, he had a rough patch, maybe like a rough couple of months, lost his place in the squad, but got a chance in the, the derby before the semi-final and as he's now just a starter for us, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. Right, that's it. Um, and I nicely taken down from Ginelli, take it, takes it down the keeper to make it 2-1. Um, a wee while later, yeah, Ryan Edwards scored his second goal of the season against Hearts and <laughs> um, the second one from outside the box as well. Uh, Liam Boyce hadn't closed them down. Silly Boyce, but... Uh, uh, he overcommitted. Yeah. Must be a tricky one when you're set up like that, defending. You're not expecting a centre-back to be taking the ball there and taking a strike at goal. You know what I mean? I mean, well, he did it last time we played, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I can't defend him there. <laughs> Knew it was coming. Um... Barry Mackay went close to scoring the winner. It was two all at this stage, obviously. That's when the keeper done that weird late flap thing when it was going right towards his face. (laughs) And then the winner. Barry Mackay took the ball and walked with it for a full six seconds. (laughs) Yes, I counted. uh, Before slotting it through to Sims. Um, But what a finish, yeah. It's just the fear that... um, that the Sims brings they just didn't want to step up at all and close Barry Mackay down because they know as soon as they did Sims was in behind it got to the point where they had, one of them had to step forward Sims mm-hmm. timed his running behind them really well and there we go throw and mm-hmm. goal wallop <laughs> wallop is the word it's exactly the kind of shot it was um, and what are they doing giving Barry Mackay 
that much time on the ball, literally six seconds on the ball. I know, it was only 2-2 as well, and there was, what, like 10 minutes to go? Something like that, yeah. Aye. So, really, they just, I don't know why they were so fully committed forward. There was absolutely no one in their midfield. Hmm. Aye, bizarre. Um, aye, there you go, and that was it. 3-2. Aye. The, the aim of this game was just to get some players who maybe didn't have minutes, minutes in their legs, keep everyone fresh. I know we lost Mac and F, but get through sort of unscathed um, and just get the keep the ball moving. Do you know? Like, I couldn't care less if we got beat as long as we sort of played well. Yeah. But I, I think Cameron, Hammy, Paddy, used potentially missed the most entertaining game of the season. <laughs> it was such a good watch. Because because we weren't on to play for it as well, it was That's just the, uh, nice to watch as well. It's the second time we've had a because the, the Ben Woodburn game was Dundee United at home, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You put next season get Hearts Dundee United on pay per view. <laughs> yeah, it won't even be, be. It won't be picked up. No, it'll be fucking Rangers away to sit a minute again on Sky Sports. <laughs> That's fine. You get to watch Jordan Jones. Um, yeah, 3-2 um, Very entertaining game of football uh, We finished 57% possession We had 20 shots 20 uh, 7 on target uh, 9 corners Robbie Nielsen said after the game That he wants to keep entertaining the fans post-split um, And if, if that game is anything to go by Then he certainly is that So fair play to you, Mr Nielsen Um before Ross County up next this Saturday at three o'clock. Uh, Ross County have got everything to play for, still pushing for a Europe that kind of like European qualifier spot. Um, and they're a good team. We've seen them a few times this season, but we did beat them 2 1 last time at Tynecastle with goals from Michael Smith, remember him, and Ben Woodburn. Every goal we talk about tonight just seems to be Ben Woodburn. How many does has this man <laughs> scored this season? Um, what a player. Uh, but I won't say much more because that's Cameron's job. Cameron, buy or sell? Buy or sell. So, um, first of all, need to apologise because our social media team decided that they don't care about the rest of the season, so just didn't post last week's buy or sell. Therefore, Twitter and Instagram got four points each, uh, which is more than any of us got, so just extend their lead. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, aye, there you go. So, um, let's run through last week's scores. Um, the predictions for last week, McInef and Devlin both to start. Um, no Devlin. So um, I think everybody bought them both starting, so yeah, nothing there. Over 2.5 goals in the game, well, obviously that came in. Over 57.5% possession, Hearts had 57%. Yes. So um, yeah, just me and Jarvie that bought that in our absence last week. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was really close in fairness. Um, and then Stephen King's let score again um, did not happen. So yeah. Uh, again, me and Jarvie, um, but Hammy also got that one. So, where we are there is Simon with three, Jarvie with one, Paddy with three, Hammy with two, and myself with one, and then obviously four each for the internet. Um, so, where that, does that leave us in the season long? So, surprise, surprise, 
Paddy's in last on 56. Um, then we're up to 67 when we get to Simon. Um, Jarvie on 68. Myself and Hammy both on 69. And then out in front, Twitter on 84, three ahead of Instagram on 81. Oof, that's close between them. All to play for between us and all to play for between them. And um, yeah, no competition Paddy. between us and them. <laughs> oh yeah, and Paddy. Hi. He'll be <laughs> he'll be getting whatever that that um, forfeit in at the end of the season is. Um, right. So <laughs> this week's one gets difficult when you get to this point in the season because you feel like you're asking the same things every week. So um, and then I scare. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah, might be that as well. Try thinking of like an agenda for the show. <laughs> So, um, Ellis Sims, does he make it three in a row this week? Bye. 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 Sell. Boo. Oh, I'm going to sell as well. Boo. Boost, boost, boost. Right, so Hearts have not kept a clean sheet in their last four. Um, and all three of the Ross County games this season, both teams have scored in two draws, and then obviously the one that you referenced, Jarvie. So, both teams to score? Bye. 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 Bye is across the board there. I do not see us keeping a clean sheet with our current defence. <laughs> Shan, like... I just... I mean, stats, stats, stats say it's no. No, I'm joking. Um... Ben Woodburn, because we've spoken about him all podcast. <laughs> ben Woodburn to get a rare start this weekend. Bye. 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 All right, then. We've all bought that one. These, uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're obviously straightforward now that I'm going through them. Um, <laughs> right. Now, Cammy Devlin hasn't been booked since the 2nd of March versus... Aberdeen, that feels like ages. He hasn't so, uh, played. It's still ages. So uh, now, I'm, I'm not even going to ask if he's playing, I'm just going to ask you if he gets booked this week. Bye. Bye. He's the kind of guy where you might get a book in even if he doesn't play. <laughs> well, there was... Um... They were, uh, Robbie Nielsen and Lee McCulloch were watching the iPad and it's on like a stand in front of the bench and you could see Cammy Devlin behind them like on his tiptoes trying to see the iPad as well. <laughs> <laughs> like for the bench. Bye. I'm going to sell. Oh, fuck it. So oh. as Paddy puts it in, I'm, I'm uh, also going to sell. So, fuck there we go. off. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh, and there you go. That's your four. I'll bring you up to date with the scores next week. Very good. Very good. Um, I think uh, next week to try and, I mean, these weeks are, these podcasts are dead now, dead rubber games. <laughs> Maybe uh, stay tuned, listener. I'll, I'll chuck a quiz at the boys and bring back Barry, Mick, higher or lower. I'm going to take everything, take everything out my sleeve. <laughs> That's not a phrase. <laughs> but next week will be good fun. That'll be like the last day of school, but early. Um, so I. <laughs> um, thank you, boys. Thanks, Badman Productions, uh, putting all this together. Now you can follow us on social media and play along with Buy or Sell uh, at, at Hearts underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram. 
Uh, and if you enjoy the podcast, do leave us a nice wee star rating. It's easy done on both Spotify and Apple and Apple Podcasts. Uh, so until next time, uh, you no longer need to keep washing your hands with the hearts, but we'll see you again soon. See ya, bye.